0: Hello everyone, today's pod we'll be talking about the Dallas Stars, additionally with a special guest who is permanently a part of our team. But before we do all that, let's jump into Pet Talk.
1: So what is up, Dallas lovers? We're going to kick today's pot off some vet talk before we pass the mic off to our good friend, Patrick Fernandez, who will give himself an intro later. You'll know who he is. So my play of the day, I'm going to say Drew Holiday. It's a little pre-built parlay. Drew Holiday, 20 points and the Milwaukee Bucks win. It's plus 138. Drew's coming off one of the best games of his career. I'm you know, feeling hot. Hope he doesn't try to be too too much Mr. Hotshot, but I believe he'll get 20 points with the Milwaukee win.
0: Uh, so my play of the day is Crowder over 19.5 rebounds or points, rebounds, and assists, uh, minus 110. Uh, I just think that there's good value there, especially with what Crowder's been able to produce, and I think tonight's a close game. Um, I, I don't feel comfortable betting the lines, the game lines either way, because uh, I can see it going both ways. I can see the Bucks just dominating at home, um, or I could even see the Suns like stealing it on the road. But I think there's good value there for Crowder for whichever way that the game decides to go. Um, before I have another bet, which is on Sunday, Slovenia minus six, I don't care who's on Argentina. I've watched, I've watched enough Slovenian basketball to know I'm taking a minus six. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like granted Lucas phenomenal. I'm not taking anything away, but there's a roster built around him too. And they're going to be sneaking the Olympics.
1: I, I truly think they could beat Team USA. They, I, I mean, Team USA has eight men now. They have an eight-player roster. Yeah, Zach I don't get know on the if plane.
0: I don't know if they beat Team USA. I don't know. Do I think they get a medal? Yes, I think that if I could, I am trying to find a bet that says like they'll get a medal, whether it's gold, silver, or bronze, because I'm not sure if they can like get over the hump yet. Um, because it They're, really
1: uh, is their strong. division's not that strong either.
0: I they do have Spain, and Argentina.
1: Yeah, but I mean,
0: I think it's Japan, right? Spain
1: lost to USA. I mean, USA is probably getting better. They're it's just not,
0: the thing that worries me about Spain uh-huh. is Spain's big bodies, yeah.
1: and Toby. that's
0: look, that's Slovenia's weakness though. But yeah. they did take it, care of Lithuania with Sabonis and Balicunas. So. It,
1: Maybe that's a disadvantage for Spain too. You know, Slovenia's kind of perimeter based. Aside yeah. from Toby, uh, and is Ricky Rubio going to go off like he did on USA? I don't know. We'll yeah. see. It'll be interesting. But be interesting. We're, we're Slovenia's my number two in the Olympics. <laughs> my second <laughs> favorite team.
0: <laughs> I think they're my first favorite team. I love my country,
1: but but let, just let ca- yeah. Get the goal. <laughs> <laughs> just capping off. Uh, pet talk for today we will be posting a spreadsheet later in this week so that y'all can keep up with our bets be sure that we're not lying to you we're not gonna claim that we're 20 now you know personally i'm eight six and one eight wins six losses one push my good friend mac is 10 wins six losses one push so we're 18 12 and two all time that's And our parlays are three and four. And, yeah, it's a losing record. But if you're doing lays, you're making way more money than you're losing.
0: Yeah, there's always plus money um, with the parlays. And, honestly, especially as of late, uh, we've been trying to find, like, our pick from our last pod. Mine was bucks minus two plus 175. I mean, we're trying to find you the best ways to make money. Um, If we see value there, we're going to let you know about it. Um, All time, we're up. 23.72 units and once you put the spreadsheet out if you'd like to you can go back through all of our pods press play listen for bet talk hear the play check the date um
1: verify
0: verify um and i think there's only two plays we put out there that weren't on a podcast and we tweeted them out it was the drew holiday and lopez over game six of the hawks so yeah i mean up 23.72 units uh in a short while around like 14 pods that have been released um so yeah it's jump on this money train boys
1: come on y'all so we're about i'm about to uh, give the mic over to our good friend patrick fernandez who like we said it's gonna be part of the team big stars guy big stars expert but also big dallas sports lover that's while he's with us, he's going to be a great contributor for the team. and Him and Mac are about to talk about the stars.
0: Yeah, excited. Big, big time. So, Pat, what is your play of the day? For My play of the day um, for
2: me is going to be Suns plus seven. Um, you're going to get that at minus 150 on most of your books. I think the Suns are are really going to come out hot for game six. They've lost three in a row. It's the first time since, I believe, January that they've lost three in a row. So I think Monty Williams will have a a good game plan, and I think they'll they'll definitely cover seven. So I like Suns plus seven.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game. On this segment, we're going to be taking a deep dive into the Stars offseason with the looming expansion draft on July 21st. We have a special guest on today's pod who's going to be on the team permanently moving forward. He will be the go-to guy for all things Dallas Stars, but he will also be speaking and writing about all major sports. So, who are you, and where are you from? What's up, guys? I'm
2: Patrick Fernandez. Um, I'm from Richardson, Texas. I'm super pumped to be on the all-in-one Dallas sports team, uh, writing about the stars, and hopefully giving some input on other sports. Um, Jake and Mac are you know, great people to follow and work with, so I'm, I'm super pumped to be on the team.
0: Yeah, man, we're excited to have you. Um, what are your favorite professional sports teams?
2: So, obviously – as you said, huge Dallas Stars fan. Um, definitely my favorite um, Dallas team, but they're obviously my favorite NHL team as well. For the NBA, Mavs all the way. Um, I do like the Knicks because my, my dad grew up in the New York area. So they're definitely a, a side team, but Mavs, Mavs are my number one for sure. Um, MLB, uh, honestly, probably Mets over the Rangers just because the Rangers have been struggling the past few years. But, you know, I like both of them. Let's put the They've been right, Yeah, nicely. They've been doing all right. But Mets, Mets are my number one. We'll put Rangers as 1B. And then for the NFL, uh, I'm a Cowboy fan all the way, which has also been a little tough in the past years. But, you know, still still riding strong with the Cowboys. So those would be my my favorite professional teams. OK, what are some of your favorite college teams? You know, being being a student at the University of Arkansas, I've, I've got to say the Hogs. I think I I'd, yep. I'd uh, catch a lot of slander if I didn't say Arkansas. So. Favorite college team is definitely the Arkansas Razorbacks. Growing up, I was, uh, I was a Texas Longhorns fan. Sadly, I, I mean not. Not sadly, I'm not anymore. So, uh, but yeah, the Arkansas Razorbacks are my uh, my favorite college team.
0: Hey, those two got a big game coming up.
2: In- yeah, se- September 11th, Fayetteville is gonna be is gonna be exciting to, to say the least. Um, that's gonna be a fun game to bet on as well. I hopefully we have some plays today on that game, but that's yeah, gonna be an electric we'll time. Of fame.
0: We'll definitely have some well plays. Oh. Yeah. Something on the Hawks. We'll figure exactly. out what. Going no on. doubt. So today on this pod, we're going to be talking about the new Miro contract. We're going to talk a little bit about Ben Bishop, Jason Dickinson, the expansion draft um, from the view of the Stars, and just kind of like the league view. So jumping into this, Pat, you want to take it away with the Miro stuff?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, Saturday morning, um, saw the Stars tweeted out a like a number four in emojis with the eyeball emojis, and I was like, what could this be? I think about a few minutes later, we heard that Miro Heiskanen was getting a new eight-year, $67.5 million extension with the Stars, which was pretty exciting to say the least, considering he is one of the top, if not the best, young defensemen in the league. Um, this new contract, he's going to get $8.45 million annually with this contract, and it'll make him the sixth highest-paid defenseman in the league, which is pretty crazy, considering he literally just turned 22 on Sunday. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's... It's exciting time for the stars for sure. I mean, I think there was a lot of hype taking him with, uh, I believe it was the third or fourth pick in the draft mm-hmm. a few years back. And, you know, he, I mean, he's produced every year so far. So I think every bit of money that he's getting is deserved. Uh, yeah. I think the stars will be happy with that.
0: And I like how they did the contract. I know it like it, he hits his like 11 mil around on like age 26, 27, 28, but then right. like, while his career winds down, it's like less and less and like gets back to like the beginning stage of the contract around like the 8 million range. So you can go out with the cap space you have and add talent around him and have that veteran leadership. Um, assuming he stays with the stars and crazy trade or anything like that. It's,
2: I, I love, I think that's a great point, Matt, that, you know, they, they really structured it well, because when he does get older, you know, he can maybe even take another pay cut and restructure the contract. Also, i I've, I thought it was very important that they, they signed this before Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes. Kale McCarr is the young defenseman of the Avalanche. Quinn Hughes is another defenseman of the Canucks. Those guys are going to get paid very soon as well. So that kind of sets the bar for them. Yeah. And now, now the Avalanche and the Canucks kind of basically have to, at the very least, pay those guys that number. And the Stars set the bar. They didn't have to overpay necessarily for Haskinen. So I think that was really smart by Jim Neal and the – and the, um, for, uh. Management.
0: Well, this why, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I think, like, Kale, like, especially with the runs that Avalanche has been on, like, even though they lost to the Stars, like, in seven and 2020 in the playoffs, like, right. their goaltending injuries were, like, a huge issue. But, like, with the run they made this year, like, just being a top team multiple teams or multiple years in a row, like, I think they're going to have to overpay because of what we've paid Miro now. It kind of just puts them in a tough spot if yeah, so much I- talent. I totally agree. I mean, and, and he'll be worth it
2: for sure. I mean, Makar is a special talent. I think him and Haskin are probably the top two young defensemen right now. And he's, I mean, his puck handling and his speed from the back end is, is awesome. Um, and he'll yeah. be worth it. But they'll definitely they'll definitely overpay for
0: him. Yeah. And they're like, they're different players too. You know, like Makar is right. more of a goal scorer, mm-hmm. if I'm correct on that. And like, yeah, yeah. More of no, an offensive defenseman and Miro's that defender. Um, yes. But yeah, the Stars have like 5.8 million in cap space after the extension. Um, there's not many free agents that are like essential or, or a large part of the team that aren't easily, easily, easily replaceable.
1: Right.
2: Um, so yeah. It, it's, it'll be interesting what they do with that 5.8 mil. Um, I've heard a lot about possibly re signing um, which we'll, we'll get into more about him possibly maybe getting picked in the expansion draft because so I've seen that he might be a popular pick for Seattle. But I think I've seen a lot of tweets as well and talk that if he if he still is available that we'll be using that remaining cap space to sign him, uh, which would basically cap us for the off season. Uh, but it it'll, it will be interesting to see what we do with that five point eight million. Yeah, something else interesting. Ben Bishop. Hmm. Yes, that was that was kind of a shock to the Stars faithful um, a few days back when he did waive his no movement clause with the Stars. Um, and if you don't know what that means. When he signed his contract with the Stars a few years back, um, he put in a, mo- a no-movement clause, which means he will not be traded, sent, a, a, taken in an expansion draft by another team, um, unless with his permission. So he actually went to the Stars' front office and, and thought that it would be the best move for him to waive that no-movement clause so they could protect Hudobin in the entry draft, um, which I thought was interesting. And I know Bishop had had... Has had a lot of injuries and was injured a lot of this this weird COVID year, um, but Hudobin wasn't wasn't great this year, um, and I know you can you can talk about that as well, Matt, because we had talked about it. But I think if Bishop gets somewhat healthy, uh, close to one hundred percent, I think he is clearly our number one. I know injury will, will will be the guy in the future, but I thought it was qu- quite interesting that you know Bishop thought it was the best interest for the Stars to protect Hudobin. Um, so I don't know if you had any thoughts on that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's really interesting because you can take multiple angles on it, and you really don't know. Like, maybe from Bishop's point of view, it's like a new change of scenery. You know, like, maybe that's what he wants, so he waived it. But then at the same time, he could be doing the stars a favor here because do the Kraken want to take on this large contract for somebody who may never play again? Like, that's still a possibility that he'll never uh, yeah. be healthy. Or even if he is healthy... Is he a one? Is he a two? Yeah. Is he a borderline, like, two, three? You know, and, yeah. like, especially with an expansion team, do you want to take that risk with that high contract and just yeah. kind of have that money tied up to nothing?
2: Yeah, with that expansion team, that, the, the goalie has is, is got to be the most important pick. I mean, you saw with the Golden Knights, um, they picked Marc-Andre Fleury from Pittsburgh, and, I mean, he was probably the biggest reason why they made the cup in their first year in 2018 was, was his goaltending play. Um, so this is a, I mean, that's a huge pit for Seattle. And I don't, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I think, I think it's, it'll be a huge risk if they take Bishop. So it could turn out being a really good thing for the stars. So they can have both Bishop who and Ottinger.
0: Yeah. And, and at that point you could either let Ottinger go down to the AHL, mm-hmm. perfect more of his craft, or you can move on from Antoine mm-hmm. um, and maybe a trade. If you think Bishop, can be that like one or two guy. But yeah, I mean, even if they, if they drafted Bishop and he was healthy and the Bishop of old, great pick, you uh, know? Absolutely. but there's just a lot of uncertainty there. And I, I think it kind of helped because you let the stars protect another goalie and mm-hmm. kind of like add that weariness to do you want to pick Bishop? And I mean, you, we, we all saw Bishop in
2: 2019, in the playoffs. I mean, he single-handedly got us, kept us in game seven against the blues and really got us there. Um, just to, to the seventh game. So, if he's healthy, I mean, I, I love the Stars' chances to be very good next year. But that's just that's probably the biggest question in Dallas this offseason is, is Ben Bishop going to be healthy? Um, and I, I mean, another factor too, that you brought up to me and we talked about is that you know Seattle. I've read Elliot Friedman tweeted a couple hours ago that they're closing in on signing uh, Florida's goalie Chris Drieger, um for three years, three and a half million. Um, so that's I think he might be a backup guy because he didn't start, and I think Brabovsky was was the guy in Florida. Yeah. He was young.
0: Yeah, I know in their last series, um, they lost to Tampa, right? Yeah, yeah, they lost to Tampa. Yeah. I know they flipped between the two. Right. right. Each one saw some starts. So maybe they look at it as like, oh, this young guy can be mm-hmm. the goalie of the future. Kind of like an auditor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but And like, last thing on Bishop, too. Like, if you want to take that, like, I think it's like an 8.4... I forgot the exact contract, it's but a have, it's a lot. It's a lot. Carey Price there too, who just right willed Montreal to the Cup final. Abs- if you want to take a, an old goalie at a high cap, like Carey yeah. Price seems like the more obvious choice because you at least know what you're going to get. Like Jonathan Quick's there too. Like I just think there's better expensive goalies um, at the top of the market besides Bishop.
2: Uh, I I completely agree with you on that point. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see what uh, Seattle does on Wednesday night.
0: Yeah. Um, but moving on, Jason Dickinson. Wanna tell yeah us, that, tell us about what happened. That was interesting.
2: That was interesting. I mean as as we get into this you'll see why it was definitely the best move for the stars. As much as I, I love Dickinson. I know you really like Dickinson. He's kind of that, that spark plug for the stars. Um didn't didn't score a lot of goals, wasn't flashy, but he did the right thing and and was a key player for the stars, especially in, in twenty nineteen and, and in the bubble in, in uh Montre or not Montreal, but Edmonton. He was He was really good for the stars, but yeah, we, we traded Dickinson to the Vancouver Canucks for a third round pick and many people that may not be on top of the stars and, and watch them and follow them a ton. You may think, well, that's not, that's not a lot, but they, they most likely would have lost Dickinson in the expansion draft and gotten nothing in return for him. So I think it's, it's a smart move for the stars to, you know, at least get a pick for him uh, because they would have gotten nothing. You know what I mean?
0: And, and now they got two third-round picks. Like, maybe you can package those um, right. for another player. Or you can package those up to move up in the draft and take a, like a – you also have to think, that's a Lindell with a third-round pick. So there's still right. talent. You just have to hit on the talent in the third yeah, round.
2: Yeah, you, You've got to – I mean, especially in hockey, I mean, there's talent all over the place. And that I mean, that's the same in a lot of sports. But it's not like the NBA where there's only two two rounds, you know. And a lot of times, I mean, there's some second-round talent in the NBA, but it's, it's mostly first round. You right. know, I mean, you'll find some guys. But in, the, in hockey, I mean – You'll find. I mean, I believe Ben was like a sixth round pick, seventh round pick. I mean, he was late, and I mean, yeah. he's he's a captain of our team now. You know what I mean? So that you may think, oh, it's a third round pick. That's not going to turn out to anything, but you don't know. It may take time, but it's better than getting nothing. You know what I mean? Right. I think you know Jim Neal knew that you know Dickinson was going to be a sought after player in the draft, um, expansion draft. So I think that was a very a very smart move. Um, but he 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 will be missed. I mean he he was. Yeah. A, a fun player to watch spent six years with the stars um like i said you we all loved him um, but we, we can we can replace his talent for sure
0: yeah i think so too he was fun energetic like kind of brought that yeah. energy you know yeah, um so like he, he physical could physical he player yeah he'd throw the gloves he'd let, no he'd, he would <laughs> let you know he was there
2: i mean he wasn't necessarily like a ben you know because ben ben is you know finesse but also you know rough all, on the edges but dickinson wasn't afraid to you know throw the gloves and get in your face which i really liked from him yeah Um, so he will be missed for sure
0: absolutely and moving on as we were talking about the expansion draft um yeah how do you feel about the expansion draft and all the moves the stars have made yeah it's this is exciting the expansion draft i mean this is you
2: know the second one in a few handful of years so it's it's definitely an exciting time for the NHL the NHL has a lot to market right now I mean new new contracts with ESPN and TNT um, which is sweet I mean I think you know they're moving away from the NHL and NBC which was awesome they were there for 15 years um, but now you know we two new networks it's exciting new Bro some, some some new broadcasters some, a lot of old broadcasters so I think with that and now the expansion draft on Wednesday night um, it's a really exciting time for for the NHL and and I mean for the Kraken especially but on the Stars' end, I mean, nothing. I think that's gonna blow, uh, you know, it's gonna blow fans' mind. It's not nothing's gonna be crazy. Uh, you know, the guys that are protected are probably the guys that you expect to be protected. You have Ben Pavelski, Radulov, Sagan, Foxa, Gurionov, Hints. So all your your forwards. You've got Miro Klingberg, Lindell on the defensive end, and then you've got Udobin at goalie. Um, you may be wondering, where's uh, Jason Robertson? He is a rookie. He's technically like under a rookie deal or a rookie like under his second year, so he's doesn't have to be. He's already protected, so
0: right you don't have
2: to. Which pick I think him is
0: yeah, I think that's super helpful for the stars too. Like Absolutely. two main players that produce, like Robertson produced, um, Odinger produced, like both at high levels.
2: That's two. Um, that's two guys that if, if they weren't rookies, and you'd have to pick them, and that that leaves off a a Foxa or a Hints. Or whatever, you know. or on I mean, one of those guys that's on the end probably fo- probably would have been Fox if you had to pick Robertson. You know, so that, that's right. really helpful for the stars. I mean, that definitely benefits them as a team, um, being able to not have to technically pick Robertson and Ottinger uh, as protected players. You know? Yeah.
0: And like, I was going through the list of some veterans that the Kraken may be looking at if that's the route they want to go. They have like Blake Como, Andre Sekera, Tana Caro, and Joel Hanley. But like, if the stars lose any of these guys, like we're not gonna be losing sleep. No, no, that's these guys. Yeah, that's not anything that you're like, dang, I wish we had these guys. You know, Como's a nice
2: guy to have on the fourth, third, and fourth line. I mean, he played; he's on the FCC line with Cogliano and and uh, Foxa. But I mean, he's nothing that you can't replace. Same with Sacre, Caro, and Henley. I mean, we love them. You know, we're we're big fans. We we love them on our team, but it's not anything that you know you're gonna stress about if you. You wind up do losing them to the Kraken. It's not like you're losing Sagan or Ben or Radulov. You know what I mean? So,
0: <sighs> yeah, nothing, nothing important. Like they've been great guys for those third and fourth lines, but they're right. not on the first two lines for a reason. Um, they're they're repl- I'm using quotes as I say this. Air quotes, yeah. replaceable. It's replaceable talent. Like they've been great fits in Dallas. It might take longer to replace the fit of another player there, but replaceable talent yeah the town especially and i mean and
2: on that line i mean we also have a, a, some pending free agents that the cracker may want to you know sign like alexiak and cogliano dalling pesic and fedoon um but i think along the same lines i mean alexiak would be a big loss i think um, yeah and, and cogliano you know would be wouldn't i wouldn't love it to see him go but he's he's getting up there in age and mm-hmm. he's had a few nagging injuries the past couple of years so you know, but Dowling and Pesek and Fadune. I mean, Pesek was a, was a scratch kind of late in the season. Uh, Fedun and, and Dowling would give you some energy, but it was nothing, nothing like major. Like we just spotted with the veterans that are, that the Kraken might pick. So Alexiak for sure. I, I really hope they don't they don't sign him. But uh, those other guys are definitely replaceable and and
0: not a not
2: a huge loss if, if we do lose them.
0: Yeah, and like one an interesting thing with that, it's like even if they pick them. They can lose him in free agency a week later. Right. You know, like I was reading this article and they talked about how even if they picked Jamie, Jamie could come back to the stars a week later. Like yeah. they have they have exactly. to agree to a contract and all that stuff. So that's why in my mind it's kinda like do they it adds to the risk, risk too. Yeah. Exactly. It just it adds to the risk. And those are obviously better players than some of the veterans that we were talking about previously. Um, like good NHL players. Um but yeah, it just I love what the stars have done. Like, yeah, the way it's set up right now, they just have, it's like a gray cloud. And like I saw a tweet from a uh, Kraken reporter. And it's like mm. when the Kraken, like front office looked at the stars, it's like not much. No, they've done a great job at, at protecting who they want to protect and leaving the guys. I mean, you can't
2: protect everyone. Obviously. Right. You can't protect everyone. Right. I mean, when in the expansion draft in 2017, 2018 uh, for Vegas, they picked Cody Eakin. And Cody Eakin was a pretty solid player for the Dallas stars. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he contributed a lot. I mean, there's no guy on this list that the Kraken could pick. that I'm like, dang, he, he was not up to the level of Eakin. Um And it's not like Eakin was, was phenomenal, but he was a very a very good player for us. Um, and so that, that makes me happy that looking at this, okay, yeah, we lose a Como or a Sakura. Like, we will be just
0: fine. I don't think
2: that really hinders us for this next season.
0: Right. And so for me, I think the real question, I don't know if you agree for the Kraken, but it's either take a chance on Bishop. Or go young, but what are some of the prospects we have on the uh, AHL teams and in our lower leagues that you think that they might pick? Yeah, I mean there is there's a lot of young talent um, that
2: that the Kraken could pick from. There's also a ton of team, a lot of players from other teams that they have ha- haven't uh, protected. That are it's going to be interesting to see who the Kraken pick. I mean, it's I think I totally agree with you that the goalie is is the number one. Um, question for the Kraken and I think that that decision of uh, do you want to take a Bishop you know do you want to take uh, a Matt Murray you know who won a cup in Pittsburgh won a couple cups in Pittsburgh you want to take Carey Price mm-hmm. now there's some Jonathan Quicks on there as well he's a little older Braden Holtby, there's there's guys on there that that could be solid goalies and I think honestly are probably better options than Bishop um so that's that's my number one question was the goalies but I mean you look at the defensive side P.K. Subban Kevin Shattenkirk, Mark Giordano. I mean, there there's some solid defensemen on on the list for them. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. What about I you? Thought- what, what do you think about about the Kraken's
0: decisions? I don't know. I had a question just to yeah. clarify my understanding of the expansion. Do they have to pick from each team? Yes. So you have to pick a player from
2: each team. Okay. Um, to my be- to my knowledge, that's what what I've you know read about. I mean, I could be wrong. I can double check that.
1: Um, but yes, I believe you've got to pick
2: a player from each team, you know, um, and that's what kind of makes it, I think more fair. Yeah. uh, You can't just pick, I mean, and and guys may have better players just on the same team. Um, Right. And so, you know, there, there's lots of rules that go into it, but that's, that's, that's the most, that is the most fair reason. I think they set it up pretty well where, you know, your Vegas did, you know, people might say, Oh, well they made the cup in their first year, but. I mean, that that was a lot because of flurry. They had a lot of talent. They had a lot of guys that they developed, too, and had really good years, started to have good years in Vegas that year. So I, I think it's very fair. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I like it. I think it's going to be an exciting time for the NHL.
0: Yeah. It definitely um, adds some a lot more interest to the NHL. Like, going into the offseason, there's not, like, with a lot of national media, there's not a lot of interest in broadcasting or anything like that. But, like, this I, will be talked about. Yeah. I mean, there's, like I said, the defensive side, there's, there's lots of players that,
2: that definitely can come in right away and help the Kraken. Then you look at the forwards. I mean, Vladimir Tarasenko, right away that pops out at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude has been a stud for the Blues for multiple years. Had a shoulder injury with them last year, so he didn't play. I mean, he might have played early in the season, but didn't play a lot of games, if, if at all. Um, and, I, I mean, we, we heard that he wanted out of St. Louis a few weeks ago. And right away, my, my thoughts was, dang, I hope, I hope the Stars can maybe get him. Yeah. Um, He would be a huge help, but he's, I mean, I would be shocked if he didn't get picked uh, by the, you know,
0: there's just so many like Yanni Gord. Mm -hmm. Great, great player for Tampa. in Those cup runs. I mean, right. You got Palat, another great player. You have Joseph. Yeah. uh, Who's shown flashes of like, especially with like Braden point the way his career has been. He's like a speedster at the beginning. And he's like, put it together. Like maybe they think Joseph could be that guy. Yeah, like he's he's, he's plays a lot like point. He really he plays does. a lot of like points. Got
2: a lot of speed. He's got a good shot. Could be, and he's young. I mean, he's really young. He could be mm. really helpful. Um, Kalorn also was injured yeah. in the Cup final, but you saw how. I mean, Tampa did. They won in five, but they they definitely missed Kalorn. Um, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of talent on that forward list. Uh, Matt Duchesne. I mean, we can go on and on. I mean, there's there's a lot of talent. I, I'm very curious to see what the Kraken can do. I mean, I know. I know we're we're stars stars pod for hockey, but I mean I think it's exciting that Seattle's getting a team. They've got a beautiful arena coming in. Um, I think Seattle's going to be a great a great town for hockey. I think I think they'll they'll be a playoff team first year. I really do. Yeah, uh,
0: especially I, they don't take the, a the stars, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that especially would suck. especially with the talent that's out there in the expansion draft. But yeah, you can put together a very good team and like very quickly. You Absolutely. know, like. I mean, if you have some extra space, free agencies right around the corner too. Um, these yeah, guys I mean, will be free agents too. It's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I've seen a lot of people think, yeah, they're going to be pretty good
2: this. I mean, this season, I I don't think they're going to make the cup final like Vegas. But then again, it, it wouldn't shock me considering we saw that a few years ago. Right. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be really exciting to see what what Seattle can do. Um, but like I said, I I really hope they don't they don't hurt the Stars' chances to make the playoffs because you know the Stars Stars had a disappointing year this past year um i mean it was it was a hectic year you know With they had that uh covet outbreak and then they had the storm the winter storm that mm-hmm. came in dallas they played a, a lot of games and not a lot of days yeah uh, so it was it was tough for the stars but Especially i hope missing. i hope they have a good year you know Sagan will. for the entire yes. year pretty much yeah um taking bishop i mean it was tough i mean we'll see i mean what what are, what expectations do you have for the stars coming in this year I have playoff expectations.
0: Um, I, I'd i hope we'd get past the first round. And, like, a lot of it just depends. I it, If Bishop comes back in, to his true form, my expectations raise. Right, know? absolutely. Like, if Bishop doesn't play, my expectations are, like, we make the playoffs. Um, and we'll see from there, I think. We'll, we'll see from there, exactly. Yeah. But if Bishop's the number one goalie. Uh-huh. And you can move off Doby and maybe get like a piece or like a future asset. Then maybe like second round, you yeah. know, and like, we'll see from there. You know, I, I'd yeah. expect a first round if we're going to have Bishop at his true form. And I mean, if Bishop isn't his true form,
2: I just hope and pray that we get the doby from the bubble.
0: You know, yeah. it, it may
2: be in the end, end of the year pl- slash playoffs, because right. I don't know if you keep it going for a whole year. But that would be my guess. Or, or Ottinger comes on and, and was like he was last year, but can consistently do it for, you know, 70 plus games in the playoffs. You know, I mean, right. it's. There's a lot. There are some question marks, um, but I, I think I think it's interesting. I mean, we'll have a healthy Sagan and Ben, and I mean, there's no injuries coming in. You know, nothing besides Bishop. We'll see how that goes. Um, but I, I just don't want people to think. Yeah, you know, I think if we don't make the playoffs this year or don't do maybe lose the first round, it's kind of ugly. People may think, well, that 2020 run, the bubble was a fluke." You know? And yeah, I, I, I don't think it was. I, I I thought I thought we played well. We beat some. I mean, we beat. Calgary, we were down two-one, almost three-one. If Pavelski doesn't score that goal with six seconds left, right? Um, we we beat at the Avalanche, one of the most talented teams in the league. Granted, we we did let our guard down and take them to seven, but we, we still won the series. It doesn't matter. We won the series, and then we beat a Vegas team that you know again has a ton of talent. Beat them in five games, and mm-hmm. then we just ran into a, a really good Tampa Bay Lightning team. Yeah, but as you can tell, and, nobody's
0: been to beat them two years. So right, and and Tampa Bay has been good. For multiple years now, they yeah. just finally have been able to put it together in the past few years okay. um, after the first round exit against the Hurricanes. Uh, yeah. I think I in mean, 2019?
2: Blue Jackets, yeah. 20, 2019. Blue Jackets, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, yeah. they got swept in and pre- won the President's Trophy for the most points and got swept. And they, ever since then, they have not looked back. But, I mean, the, yeah, they were in the Cup final against Chicago back in the day and, and made a lot of conference finals. So they finally broke through. And of course, we caught them on one of the years mm-hmm. they broke through. So. It's going to be an ex- exciting time. It's an exciting time for the NHL here in the next couple of days and a really exciting time for the stars. And I'm super pumped to be along for the ride and hopefully give you all some good information about the stars.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for everyone wanting to read a bio about Patrick Fernandez, uh, check out our website. It's on our Twitter at All In One Dallas. Uh, be sure to check out our Instagram, TikTok, all under the same names. And we just got a YouTube channel up, so we'll be posting there. In the next couple of weeks, so be sure to check that out too. Peace out.